TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the Executive Director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. And good morning and welcome back once again here to Radio 81, WEDO, WZUM 1550, the heart and soul of Pittsburgh, and TubeCityOnline.com. When I was a kid, the AIDS crisis hit big time, it hit the news at least big time, but it seems to me that we haven't heard as much about it in the last 10 years or so. That does not mean that the problem has gone away. Uh, In particular, uh, we're talking about the problem in the Mon Valley, where it can be difficult to get tested. It can be difficult even if you want to be tested, to find some place to be tested. Our guest this morning here on TubeCityOnline.com is Sabira Bushra. She is with the Partnership for Minority HIV AIDS Prevention. Good morning, Sabira. Good morning, Jason. Thanks for having me. You are the Executive Director? Yes, I am. Uh, tell us a little bit about the Partnership for Minority HIV AIDS Prevention. Okay, um, our organization formed like in March of 1999. Okay. Uh, we primarily do HIV AIDS prevention work, and we've worked at some level in providing uh, services in, McKe- in the McKeesport area since that time. This year, we're doing our annual work around National HIV Testing Day, which is June 27th. And June 27th, you are going to have an event at Zion Baptist Church in McKeesport, correct? Correct, correct. And you have an educator right in McKeesport, correct? Yes. um, Barbara Williams, uh, she's uh, been a member of our organization and on our board for a number of years. She has a very long history in doing a lot of work in McKeesport, but specifically around HIV and AIDS. And she, in a, in a core of uh, dedicated volunteers that have worked uh, with the partnership, like from the beginning, are organizing the the National HIV Testing Day effort. They're doing that with a number of organizations that are based at McKeesport. And I'd like to mention uh-huh. them if I Yes, could. please. Uh, in addition to the partnership for minority HIV AIDS prevention in Zion Baptist Church, we're joined by a Central Outreach and Referral Services, and they're a prevention organization that offers rapid HIV testing and a number of other services. So in addition to offering testing, this year we're able to offer rapid testing, which means the person can get their testing results right there on the spot. And that's considered the highest, most efficient way to do rapid uh, HIV prevention testing. So Central Outreach, Zion Baptist Church, St. Paul's AME Zion Church, First Step Recovery Homes, the McKeesport Healthier Communities Partnership, the McKeesport Hospital Foundation, the NAACP branch of McKeesport, the Allegheny Health Department, the city of McKeesport, and Bubba's Bar and Grill are the partners. And that is Saturday, June 27th. That's at the Zion Baptist Church, which I think is right at the corner of 13th Avenue and Locust Street right. uh, in, in, in McKeesport. And you have uh, Channel 11 is going to be there, I think? Well, actually, uh, Miss Brittany McGraw, okay. news anchor at um, Channel 11, is going to be one of the keynote speakers. 
And you have a there's a a woman who is um, a uh, OBGYN is going to be there as well. Yeah, Dr. Sharita Williams. She's a, a native native of McKeesport, and she is going to be one of the keynote speakers as well. Dr. Williams. Not only does she grow up in McKeesport, but she has been practicing uh, medicine in the uh, West Palm Beach, Florida area. Um, for about 13 years. In addition to her work as an OBGYN, she uh, visits uh, the uh, country of Haiti with the international organization Doctors Without Borders. Okay. And she provides free preventive care for women and children while she is in Haiti. That's one of her biggest uh, prized efforts that she does in terms of providing care for women and children. Uh, in addition to Miss um, Dr. Williams, Brittany McGraw, who is a news anchor with WPXI, mm-hmm. she's a keynote speaker. She hails from North Carolina, okay. and she's been in the uh, field of broadcasting for a number of years. She's joining us, and another gentleman who's based in McKeesport um, and is is right now pursuing a law degree at Walden University. His name is John McClellan. He okay. will be speaking at the program. So we're they're having a number of events, but the, the real purpose is to get out the information about HIV testing. HIV testing is part of prevention, and it actually has been a recommendation in the United States for people to look at testing as part of a routine health exam and that's been been a recommendation probably for about six or seven years. We're, There's we're, going to be some activities. There's going to be uh, some fun things to do. The most important thing is that, which this is not typically available in the sport, is the the, the um, opportunity to receive rapid counseling. I want to I want to pause for just a second because we keep okay. saying this is in this is happening in McKeesport, but you don't have to be from McKeesport to attend this. You could be from so, Clareton, West Mifflin, Duquesne, Homestead, Braddock. Be from West Virginia. It's, okay. uh, it's um, a free prevention effort. Uh, everyone is a welcome to participate. Uh, anyone 12 and over can have a private testing in a confidential setting. There's a big mobile band that's going to roll up onto the uh, in front of Zion Baptist Church, and we're going to be there for a, for a number of hours. So it's available to anyone. And this is about two blocks for people who are not familiar with McKeesport. It's about two blocks off of Walnut Street. Very easy to get to. It's a corner of 13th uh, Avenue and Locust Street uh, in McKeesport. And you, you folks have a website. Can you give me your web address? Our website is under construction okay. right now. Everybody's um, is. Yeah, I'm going to um, probably have a community fan page up for the event. Okay. And it'll be called McKeesport National HIV Testing. And that'll be on, like, Facebook? Yeah, it'll be on Facebook, and I expect it to be up probably by Friday. I, I saw the flyer at our church, so if you're in the McKeesport area and, and you have a church that you attend regularly, you might check, because that's where I saw the flyer. Um, I, it's also available on the city's website, which is mckeesport-pa.gov. Uh, it's about halfway down. If you miss any of this, um, look there, and you can get more information. I, I started off the uh, interview here, Sabira, by, by saying, and this may be... Um, either ignorant of me or or I may just not know, but it it seems to me that when I was a kid, there was a lot of news coverage about uh, AIDS and what they were calling the AIDS crisis, and I'm talking about the mid to late 1980s. But lately, it seems like that is not in the news as much as it used to be. Am I seeing that right? Well, no, I think what you're you're observing is is true. Um, The HIV AIDS 
disease was first diagnosed in the early 80s. 2006, HIV was considered uh, a pandemic and that it had been 25 years since the disease was considered a pandemic. Okay. So now I can share some statistics locally for people, and this is for Allegheny County. Yeah, please. This is not specifically for the Mon Valley. Um, information like that would, um, somebody would have to request directly to the Allegheny County Health Department. Okay. But um, typically every year, uh, I would say five years ago, there were about 50,000 newly diagnosed HIV cases in the U.S. And that number has dropped, I think, in 2013 to about 47,000 new cases. In Allegheny County, the statistics that I reviewed were specifically for 2013. And there were 118 cases of men that were diagnosed and 23 women. So wow. there were 141 new cases of HIV in Allegheny County in 2013. Let's take a quick break here. Uh, let's, and let's pick that back up after we take a quick 30-second break. Okay. Our guest this morning on Radio 81, WEDO, WZUM 1550, and com is Sabira Bushra. She is the founder and executive director of the Partnership for Minority HIV and AIDS Prevention, uh, which is located in the east, east end of Pittsburgh. Yes, we are. Uh, there, there is a website. She says it's under construction, but there is a website where you can get some, some good information at pmhap.org. We'll be right back here on TubeCityOnline.com. Tube City Online has reached a critical point in our history where we need to raise money from the public to continue providing information both online and on the radio. If you can help by making a donation, we would very much appreciate it. Go to our website, TubeCityOnline.com, and click the Donate button. And thanks for supporting independent media in the Monioc area. And we're back here on TubeCityOnline.com. We're talking with Sabira Bushra. She is the founder and executive director of the Partnership for Minority HIV AIDS Prevention. We are talking in part about an event that is coming up in McKeesport. Uh, it's open to anyone who is within the sound of my voice. Uh, it is at the Zion Baptist Church. It is June 27th at 1 o'clock. It will include a free counseling, free screening as well. Will there be rapid result testing as well? Or yes, just this will be okay. Um, it is free. It is open to the public. It is at one o'clock on Saturday, June twenty seventh, at the Zion Baptist Church, which is at the corner of Locust Street and Thirteenth Avenue in McKeesport. For more information, you can look for this on Facebook, or you can look on the city's website, which is mckeesport pagovernor When we took the break, you were telling me a little bit about the number of new cases which have been diagnosed in uh, Allegheny County each year, and you said it, it's somewhere around one hundred and forty per year. 141 new cases. Okay. So who who are these folks? I mean, how, how are folks getting exposed to, to the HIV virus? And, and I guess maybe we should stop first and say, what is the HIV virus? People may, it may be one of these things that they like kind of know about, but they kind of don't. What is the HIV virus first? Well, HIV stands for human immuno, uh, immuno deficiency virus. virus. Okay. And it means that it's a virus that's they primarily have um, isolated that it's primarily spread in the United States through sexual transmission and IV drug use. So you don't get it from shaking someone's hand. You don't get it from riding on the bus and sitting next to somebody. No, it yeah. isn't. It's, it's uh, spread through exposure 
to um, a person who is HIV infected. Okay. Uh, and it's usually through blood, uh, semen, um, human uh, hospital exposure sure. sometimes, and also, but um, through mother to child transmission. Sure. So how does it how 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 does that relate to AIDS then? What is HIV versus AIDS then? Well, if if HIV is not treated and cared for, okay. then a person that's HIV infected can then become um, diagnosed with a condition which is called AIDS, and okay. AIDS means acquired immunodeficiency virus. Suppresses your immune system, and then you, you're you're prone to all kinds of infections and diseases that most people are, are healthy enough to fight off, but your body now can't fight those. Right, because your immune system has been con- compromised. Uh, why, why are people still uncomfortable talking about this? You mentioned that this was first described in, in the early 1980s. Um, it's, it's been, it was recognized as a 25-year pandemic in 2006, but people still are not willing to talk about this. The way that HIV um, AIDS has been transmitted, there's a lot of stigma related to that. Okay. And because of the stigma related to the mode of transmission, people are reluctant to find out about if they are HIV positive and um, then be linked to care. Okay. So, um, uh, you know, in the early 1980s, it was considered a white gay man's disease. Okay. Uh, in, yeah. Uh, in 2013, uh, 20% of the people that are living with HIV are women. So it was always a disease where women were also negatively impacted, but um, the homophobia in our country has been is a stigma related to HIV, IV drug use. That also brings with it a stigma stigma that's related to HIV, Um, poverty, um, the way that people may have been um, infected. um, There's a lot of Attitudes thinking that if a person is HIV infected, that they're having unprotected sex, and then sex becomes a stigma. Talking about sex and sex and the mode of transmission, all of those forms of stigma related to HIV has made it like hard for people to to uh, receive treatment and care. Okay, so a couple of things come to mind. Number one, it, it sounds to me almost like sometimes people feel like they're going to get blamed that they're, you know, it's their fault. They're, they got this disease and, and they, they got it because they were a bad person or something, and that's not true, but that can hold people back from talking about it. Right, and then a lot of times people don't feel that, um, that they're able, well, people don't have access to care. They don't have access to counseling, to find out about HIV, how it's transmitted. It's a chronic illness now. They can treat HIV and they can also have, um, suppress the HIV virus so that the vi- the viral load of a person living with HIV is undetectable. Okay. That means that they have a better, a person that's um, been diagnosed, engaged in a- HIV care and treatment can have um, um, positive outcomes in terms of uh, living a longer, healthier life and reducing their chances of spreading HIV to another person. Well, the, the 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 person that I'm thinking of right now is Magic Johnson, who has been living with it for what ten, fifteen years now, or longer, or, or longer. longer, yeah. Um, but is getting proper medical treatment, and and the HIV virus is not, as far as we know, knock on wood, and and, and we pray, is um, not developed into to AIDS. Right. Exactly. And the the um. Chances of um, people that are not wealthy, like Magic John, well, yeah. also re- 
um, receiving care that have a longer life. It's there for everyone. Right. But what happens in um, in the United States is that um, people are identified with having HIV, but then when it comes in, in to engaging that person in care and treatment, the percentage of people that are actually engaged in care, it drops drastically. We're, we're talking with Shabira Bushra. She is the founder and executive director of the Partnership for Minority HIV and AIDS Prevention. They are very active in the Mon Valley, and in fact, coming up on June 27th at 1 o'clock at Zion Baptist Church, 1300 Locust Street, which is the corner of 13th Avenue and Locust in, in downtown McKeesports, about two blocks off of uh, Walnut Street, very close to the bike trail, if you use the bike trail through the Mon Valley. Um, so it's it's not hard to get to. Information is available on the City of McKeesports website at McKeesport pa.gov. Let's take a quick detour here, uh, Sabira. I want to ask you how you became involved with the partnership. What what led you to to found the partnership? We started, I started doing work around HIV AIDS prevention in the early 90s, and we found out that there were not a lot of HIV prevention educators that were African-American. Okay. And African-Americans continue to be disproportionately affected um, in terms of living with um, exposed to HIV than their white counterparts. We're a smaller part of the population, but in terms of those people that are living with HIV or AIDS, we're disproportionately Im- impacted. Well, you, you mentioned, you know, it's there was the perception, first of all, that it was a, a, a white gay man's disease right when when clearly the virus doesn't know the difference uh but but what other what else also strikes me is that you, you mentioned magic johnson can get treatment because he is affluent and 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 i don't want to stereotype but a lot of gay white men who are out are a little bit more affluent right. so they they maybe have access to uh doctors or to medicines that that people who are working class um or maybe don't have a job don't have that kind of access to right well they the um, and that's the purpose of the t- the testing event. Uh-huh. Make more um, opportunities available for people of all segments of our society can have access to prevention and care. So events like National HIV Testing Day, World World AIDS Day, uh, the faith communities. Um, um, activities that they have in March around HIV and AIDS, all of those um, efforts, national efforts, and some of those efforts are even international, is to make more and more, more people aware of HIV, access to care, access to testing, access to um, ways to prevent exposure through condom distribution in different types of workshops. That's what the testing day really is addressing. I, I want to ask you about something because you, you, you mentioned in the statistics that sounded to me like the number of new cases being reported is going down in the United States. It, it's steady. It's steady. It used to be 55,000. 55, it's gone up to 59,000. Oh, okay. Now it's down to 47,000. Okay. That's still a lot of new cases yeah, that are. Sure is. The, and when, they, when you say that of, of that percentage, less than half are linked to care. It's, it's really important to continue to do prevention and share information so people know. Now you know that you're HIV. You may or may not be HIV positive, but also you need to know that there's an array of services available for you to live a healthy life. And, and that there are prevention and that, that the prevention works. Yes, prevention does work. Prevention, testing, care, they're considered a, a continuum of services to address the HIV epidemic. They 
work hand in hand, not just one alone works. It's, it's a, um, a plan of a, a strategy that's comprehensive. And so they all have important parts in reducing the rate of HIV in our community. We're going to take one more quick 30-second break, and when we come back, I want to ask you why the Mon Valley has, has been a particular focus area for the group, okay? Okay. We are talking with Sabira Bushra. She is the founder and director, an executive director, rather, of the Partnership for Minority HIV and AIDS Prevention. They have an event coming up in McKeesport on June 27th, but it's not the only thing that they're doing in McKeesport. We're going to talk more about that right after this 30-second break. You're listening to TubeCityOnline.com, Radio 81, WEDO, and 1550 WZUM. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. And we're back here on TubeCityOnline.com. Our guest for a final few minutes is Sabira Bushra. She is the founder and executive director of the Partnership for Minority HIV AIDS Prevention. They do have a website. Uh, actually, if you just Google Partnership for Minority HIV AIDS Prevention, you're going to find it uh, if you want to go there directly, pmhap.org. There is an, a, an event coming up, and it is open to anyone in the Mon Valley or anyone who hears this program. It's coming up on June 27th at 1 o'clock at Zion Baptist Church in downtown McKeesport. For more information about that particular event, there is a flyer on the uh, McKeesport's uh, city website, mckeesport-pa.gov, and we will also put it up on our website, tubecityonline.com. Why has this Mon Valley area become a particular focus for uh, the partnership, Sabira? Well, um, in the number of years that we worked as a subcontractor with the Pennsylvania Department of Health, we realized that there were no consistent services being offered in the Mon Valley. So we were interested in, in meeting, responding to that need. And then we also had a number of organizations and people that were dedicated to doing work in their communities around HIV and AIDS. So it was a natural fit for us. We had volunteers that wanted to do the work, and we knew that we should put our resources towards that community because so little consistent prevention services were being offered there. When I started off the program, I talked a little bit about, you know, um I, I was growing up as a kid when, when AIDS was first uh, coming into the news, and one of the things that, that I guess we all kind of thought was that AIDS was an automatic death sentence. If you were HIV positive and then that developed into the AIDS syndrome that you were going to die, that is not so much the case anymore, correct? No, not at all. With respect, I think I had mentioned uh, mother-to-child transmission mm -hmm. for HIV. That has almost been totally eradicated in the United States. So now less than 2% of the cases that you see nationally are mother-to-child transmission. So there, there's been a lot of improvement with providing treatment and care to people around HIV, and it's not a death sentence. People fare better when they're linked to care. Okay, and they, and they fare better when, when, when they're, they have a care provider who knows that they are HIV positive and that can get them the, the treatment that they need. Right, and there's a number of resources at all the local hospitals and a number of other HIV AIDS services. So um, in addition to um, providing prevention services, one of the things that we're probably going to be working on in the future is also making sure that people understand this is the, the treatment that's available for people if they are living with HIV. 
you get connected to care, the outcomes for people are much, much better. The longer people wait to get connected to care, their their um, outcomes become much more complicated. I, I want to ask you very briefly briefly about how the faith, you mentioned the faith community has been a part of this, meaning churches and, and, and temples have been um, a part of this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised because, as we were talking about, there's been this stigma that, well, if you have HIV, you must have done something wrong. Right. Um, that it, it's, it does my heart a little bit of good to hear that the, the, the churches are, are, are involved in, in helping address this problem now. Right, and um, we've been working with um, St. Paul AME Church and Zion Baptist Church, Zion Baptist Church, since we've been do- doing work in the McKeesport area on HIV prevention. So, I feel that the faith community could do more. Okay. But I feel that in the McKeesport area, our strongest partners have been two local churches, and we're very happy and proud to have that relationship. We, we have only about two minutes left, so let me ask you, if, if someone can't make it to this event on June 27th and they think that maybe they have been exposed to HIV or they have a family member or loved one that may have been exposed to HIV, uh, what, what is their first step? What do they do? Well, um, the most important thing is to get tested so that you know what your status, HIV status is. And how do you do that if you're living in, in Braddock or McKeesport or West Mifflin, Clareton, wherever? Okay, there's two local organizations that always offer uh, rapid HIV testing. One is the Pittsburgh AIDS Task Force. It's based in East Liberty. And if you go on their website, which is patf.org. Patf.org, okay. Right. They offer rapid HIV testing almost every day of the week. You just have to see what their schedule is. There's a lot of public transportation to their agency. Okay. Another agency that you can get in contact with is Central Outreach and Referral. They do rapid mobile testing. So just like they're doing work at McKees for other agencies that are in other cities that make up the Mon Valley could um, contact Central Outreach and have them bring their mobile site out to their area. So Central Outreach and Referral, their phone number escapes me, but they're based on Center Avenue and Pittsburgh, PA, 15219. While I ask you this next question, I'm going to look that up. You mentioned that two of the best partners you've had in McKeesport have been the two churches that you mentioned. If someone hears this and they would like to help you, how do they get in touch with the partnership for minority HIV AIDS prevention, and what kind of help do you need? Well, my suggestion would be to get in contact with Ms. Barbara Williams, who's our Mon Valley coordinator. Okay. And her phone number is 412-664-4762. Their volunteer um, component meets probably every other month. Um, I'm sure they're going to be working on our next events right after testing day. But if they wanted to be involved in the June 27th event, just call Barbara, and she will let them know about their, their regular regular meeting. Give us Barbara's number again. Barbara's Williams' number is 412-664-4762. And, and I know she's probably listening to this, and I want to thank her for getting me in touch with you, too, because that's who I called, too, because right. I knew she was the local person. Um, while we were, were discussing that, I did look up the number here, Central Outreach and Referral Service. The phone answers uh, 24 hours. They return all phone calls within 24 hours, and they offer confidential HIV testing. They are uh, in Pittsburgh, not too far from uh, Duquesne University and the, the Console Energy Center, Mercy Hospital. So if you know where those places are, they're not too far away. 
1860 Center Avenue, and their phone number is 412-471-9806. for confidential uh, HIV testing from Central Outreach and Referral Service. The event coming up in McKeesport, although there are events happening all the time in the McKeesport area with the local partners, is 1 o'clock, June 27th at the Zion Baptist Church, 1300 Locust Street. We will put the details on our website, TubeCityOnline.com, and they're also available on the City of McKeesport's website. And our guest this morning has been Sabira Bushra. She is Executive Director and Founder of the Partnership for Minority HIV AIDS Prevention. Um, Sabira, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Uh, any last words before we uh, say goodbye? No, we hope to see anybody that's in the area on June 27th. Who's, who's interested in this topic and, and wants to get some more information. Right. Thank you so much, Sabira Bushra, for, for talking with us this morning. And thank you all for listening this morning to 1550 WZUM, Radio 81, WEDO, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright 2015, Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated, WEDO Radio, 810 Incorporated, or those of AM Guys LLC, WZUM 1550. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution or find out how you can underwrite this program, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. 